with your spirit. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lion King. Thomas, can you fix me? Because I sound like a psycho. Hello? Hello? All right. Less psycho. That's helpful. I jumped out of a plane for the sound system. The things still don't work. I swear there's a ghost in the machine. The Lion King came out in 1994. I was 12, so I was certain I was way too grown up for Disney. But uh, if the cartoon karaoke starts, I still know all the songs by heart. The movie, for those who haven't seen it or for whom it's been a while, is basically Hamlet for kiddos, right? So you have King Mufasa, 
who is the king of the beasts, who runs the pride lands, and who is working ardently to raise up his young son Simba to be his successor. Simba, on the other hand, looks at the kingship very differently than does his father. The very beginning of the movie, he sings a song. I'm going to be the main event, like no king was before. I'm brushing up on looking down and working on my roar. No one saying, do this. No one saying, be there. No one saying, stop that. No one saying, now see here. Free to run around all day. Free to do it all just my own way. At least once a year, some old Italian from the neighborhood dies and decides he once walked out of the church to hide it at my way. And my response to the family is always the same. If he did, there's no need to have a funeral mass. He's already in hell. I'm only half kidding. If we're so caught up in our own opinions, our own ideas, got to be my way or the highway, such that we would say it to Jesus Christ himself, there is no way in hell we're getting into heaven. And doesn't that attitude summarize rather neatly our own attitudes, our own kind of national, international, American dispositions toward kings? For the sons and daughters of the Americas, North, Central, and South, all fought wars so that they wouldn't be in charge of by a king on the other side of the ocean. Some person in charge of us by accident of birth runs around and tells you, me, and everybody exactly what to do with his time, his energy, and especially his money. In the kingdom, the only one truly free is the king. And in a republic like ours, everyone's surely equally free. Right? If we want to understand the Bible at all, let alone today's feast, and why the church is so insistent that we continue to call Jesus Christ our king, then we need to look backwards. We celebrate our national birthday on the 4th of July, the day we declared independence from Great Britain. Our neighbors to the south celebrate something similar on the 16th of December with the Grito de los Dolores. But for the ancient Israelites, their national birthday wasn't their Independence Day. It wasn't the Pentecost. It wasn't the, the Passover. It was 50 days later at the Pentecost. Shavuot, the day that God gave them the law. The day they became a people was the day, not that they were made free from Egypt, but the day their freedom found focus, purpose, intention, desire. The day they were free to observe God's law. When King Mufasa, like Hamlet's father, is betrayed by his brother, Scar, Simba is forced into exile. And it's there in the jungle, living amongst those who would be his subjects, that Simba finally learns what it truly means to be a king. Because there is no one left to say, do this or do that. Now see here or stop that. He has to figure that out all on his own. In time, he returns to the Pride Lands and deposes his wicked uncle and there assumes the throne of his father. And the very first thing he 
and his queen, Nala Du. The end of the film, you remember it, don't you? Just like the beginning, they have a baby. A baby. Not simply to complete the circle of life or to ensure succession from the throne, but because Simba has learned what it means to be a king, what it means to be a man, what it means to be human. That is, to give yourself away. Si queremos entender la Santa Biblia, y por lo tanto, que la iglesia insiste a llamarle Cristo nuestro Rey, entonces debemos mirar hacia atrás. Celebramos nuestro cumpleaños nacional en el 4 de julio, el día en que declaramos la independencia de Britania. Nuestros vecinos del sur, y todos, many of you, celebran algo parecido el 16 de septiembre en el Grito de Dolores. Pero para los antiguos israelitas, su cumpleaños nacional no era el día de la independencia, sino el día de la dependencia, the day of dependence, Shavuot, la Pentecost, en el día que Dios les dio la santa ley. El día en que se convirtieron el pueblo no fue el día en que fueron libres del Egipto, fue el día en que su libertad encontró enfoque, encontró propósito, y en la observancia de la ley de Dios. Cuando el rey Mufasa es traicionado y asesinado por su hermano Scar, Polonio, if you're still reading Shakespeare, Simba se ve obligado a exiliarse y es ahí en la, en la yungla viviendo entre quienes serían sus subditos donde Simba finalmente aprende lo que realmente significa ser una rey. No quiere nadie que diga, haz esto, haz aquello. El rey tiene que resolverlo por sí mismo. Y a diferencia de una república como la nuestra, no puede pretender que sus respuestas no tengan impacto en otras personas. Con el tiempo, regresa a las tierras del reino, depone a su malvado tío y asume el trono. Y lo primero que hacen el reina, uh, el reina Nala tienen un niño, un bebé, no solo para continuar el círculo de la vida, sino porque Simba ha aprendido el secreto de la verdadera realeza. Tiene que entregarse a sí mismo. Si Simba had to learn to be a king by living among his own people, and not just any old people, but the most outcast, the least regarded, Simone, Timon and Pumbaa, Hakuna Matata. Good kings always do this. They sneak out at night and don commoner clothing. Good popes do this too. And it's not a matter of slumming it or exercising some kind of contemporary leadership theory. It's not to show you this is the right way to lead, though that's probably true. It's built into the very structure of kingship itself. And it's why Jesus' own kingship depends not only upon his divinity, but upon his humanity. We call Christ king of the universe because he is God, fair enough, but we claim him as king of our hearts because he is also a man like us. This is actually how he identifies himself today in the gospel. 
For when the Son of Man comes in his glory, that is, the Son of Man, how Jesus has constantly identified himself, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne. Christ reigns. Christ conquers. Christ rules because he is both God and man. And he is both, to a degree, beyond our capacity to understand. Christ lives and dies like us so that we can live, die, and live again like him. This is why he is genuinely able to say, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. He's not exaggerating for effect. He really means it. Cristo reina. Cristo vence. Cristo gobierna porque es Dios y hombre. Y ambos están en un grado que está allá de nuestra capacidad de entender. Cristo vive como nosotros y muere como nosotros para que podamos vivir y muerte y vivir también como Él. Por eso es capaz de decir, yo les aseguro que cuando lo hicieron con el más insignificante de, más hermanos, de mis hermanos, conmigo lo hicieron. No, no está exagerando para lograr el efecto. Lo dice en muy, muy serio. Just look at him up on the cross. The only throne he ever knew in this life. He was hungry, naked, ill and infirm. His very last words to us were literally, I thirst. He is not like the poor and the dispossessed, the broken, the forgotten, and the desperate. He is all of those things. Because we are all of those things. Christ himself identifies with our suffering, not to take it away, but to redeem it. He assumes our human desperation, not so that he can understand it better from the inside out, but so that he can come to share it with us. Christ comes to know our wants, our need, and our worry, and our fear, not to learn a pious lesson, but to give us life. Mirenlo en la cruz, el único trono que conoció en su vida. Estaba hambriento y desnudo, fueran, eh, desnudo, enfermo y débil. Sus últimas palabras fueron literalmente, tengo sed. Él no es como los pobres y los abrimientos, los desposeídos y solitarios y los quebrantados, los holgados y los solos. Él es todas las cosas, realmente, porque somos todas esas cosas. Cristo se identifica con nuestro sufrimiento no para quitarlo, sino para redimirlo. Cristo asume nuestra desesperación no para comprenderla, sino para compartirla. Cristo llega a conocer nuestra creencia, nuestra necesidad, nuestra preocupación y nuestro temor, no para emprender una lección, sino para darnos nuestra vida. When the Lord says, whatever you did or didn't do to the least of these brethren of mine, you did it to me, he is not only talking to us, 
but about us. After all, he calls us not servants, but friends and brothers and sisters, which is the only reason we can rightly call God our Father. Which means that it is not only us who will be judged by our response to human need, but the whole world, whether they claim him as their king or not. And this should affect us all profoundly. Not because we should carry ourselves saying, see, you're going to be judged by how you treat me in life, but rather because we know ourselves already to be daughters and sons of an eternal king. We have already come by holy baptism and by confirmation to share in his kingship because we can see in the God on the tree the man who died for you and for me because Jesus is at his most godly when he is at his most human. And so, friends, are we. So cast off today all your suspicions and anxieties about authority, kingship, and power. Sign on today to a permanent and total declaration of radical interdependence on the God-made man. Recognize your king in the bread that is broken and the wine poured out, for if you can recognize him, in the fragility of what appears to be only a piece of bread and see his face reflected in a simple cup of wine, then you dare not fail to see him on the faces of those you find most in need, of which you and I are first. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things remain. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the power of the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was